Welcome to the It Is Possible podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Nicholson, certified life coach, personal trainer, and nutrition coach. And I am here to help you get out of your own way so you can create the life you love. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited today to be talking about making peace with food. This episode is inspired by my newest mini course called Making Peace with Food. And I thought it would be fun to talk about on the podcast because this is um, something that I created because of the demand that I see it, saw for it. Now, if you don't know, I have a um, group weight loss program for women where we go through really heavily the mindset related to weight loss. There is also practical, some practical nutrition um, tips in there as well, but a majority of it is the mindset around weight loss, the mastering um, of, of your emotions, learning to process and feel instead of eat. And so what so often what I see in this group is this struggle and this battle that so many um, of you are struggling with when it comes to food. Things like how much time you spend thinking about food, how much energy is used trying to figure out what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, what not to eat, um, and labeling food some as good and bad, like assigning a moral value to food. Feeling kind of out of control, especially around certain foods. Um, I have clients that really describe uh, almost it's almost like they're a victim to the food right like they didn't know what happened but they um, all of a sudden they were just eating a handful of Oreos or um, I have a client that was saying that the gummy bears were calling to her and just really feeling super out of control and almost like a victim to certain foods and like you cannot you know, choose to walk away almost like you can't, your willpower just totally goes away. Um, something else that comes up when we think about this is obviously a lot of emotional eating. And this is why we do dig so heavily into processing emotion in my weight loss for life program, because I really want to help you guys to learn how to feel and process and handle any emotion so that you don't have to eat to avoid it. And then we work on, um, you know, undoing some of those habits and the beliefs and stuff that you have around food so that we can really like from the bottom up, we can undo these behaviors so that you don't have to keep coming back to food, right? Because if we don't replace your coping mechanism with um, actual skills of how to cope, then you'll have to keep coming back to your coping mechanism. And for many, many, many people, their coping mechanism is food. So um, let's see, what else are we talking about when we're thinking about our relationship with food and why we might want to make peace with food? So uh, I talked about, you know, food thoughts consuming a lot of um, a lot of your mental energy, 
labeling food as good and bad. Oh, this is another one. Sometimes I think we just get stuck in a food rut. Like we are just eating the same five meals kind of on repeat and it just gets boring and we're tired of it. But it also takes a lot of time and energy to plan and new meals and to do the grocery shopping and all of that. So we kind of get stuck in this food rut. So all of these things that we are going to be talking about in the side the mini course, it's just a four week course um, for the month of April and um, how to overcome some of these thoughts. Again, a lot of this has to do with your relationship with food and how are you using food to cope in different ways. So we will be diving deep into that, but I just want you to think for yourself answer this question. What are the different ways that you are using food in your life for more than just, you know, getting energy? What are those ways? Are you using a, are you eating when you're stressed out? Are you eating when you're lonely? Are you eating when you're bored? Um, what is going on for you when you feel the most out of control with food? Now I have so many clients, I've heard this over and over again, like I'm just so tired of turning to food whenever something like goes wrong in my life or when things are hard. I'm so ready to move on and get past this. And that's awesome because you kind of have to get to that place where you're ready to um, make some changes because making changes and uh, creating new habits and behaviors around something that you've used to cope for so long can be difficult, right? It can take a lot of work on the front end until that becomes your new habit. And so sometimes we have to just get like really tired of what we're creating in our lives in order to have the motivation to create something new and to have the motivation to work at it long enough to make it stick. So uh, things like dieting, if you're going to go on a diet because you want to lose weight, so we think, okay, I'm going to try out this new diet that my, you know, my friend lost some weight on, it worked really good for her, so I'm going to give it a try. The problem here is that all we end up doing is restricting um, the thing that we use to cope, right? We don't end up building any skills that we actually are lacking and the whole reason we turn to food in those situations in the first place. So a lot of the times, um, we, we almost always, I guess, I start with let's create some awareness. And that's why I asked you the question, like what are the areas in your life where you are using food for more than just, you know, to keep you alive? because we have to start to gain awareness. And this is where we have to be willing to have the really honest conversations. And mostly you have to be willing to have these honest conversations with yourself uh, before you can even you know, come to a group program or if you want like hire me as a private coach, um, anything like that, before you can come into a different setting and be honest with anybody else. And honesty really is what's required in order to change. So we have to have the awareness. We have to be willing to take a good hard look at what we've been currently doing. Now, I love to use the emotion of compassion. Um, For me, it's just very, very useful. So I also like to look at 
where did we learn these behaviors around food? Um, where was food actually really, really helpful to us? Um, I truly, truly believe that all of these behaviors that we picked up, your brain had a good reason for it at the time. So again, if you needed food to um, maybe self self-soothe when you were a child because maybe for whatever reason, you know, your your caregiver couldn't give that to you. Maybe they were working, maybe they were sick, maybe they were just distracted. Um, it could be something as simple as that, right? Or maybe they had ideas about how you should raise a child and you shouldn't give them like too much attention or you shouldn't hold them too much or whatever. So you had to find ways to self-soothe. And one of those ways was turning to food because food can be very comforting if you think about it. It really, a lot of, especially like the carbs and stuff that have been kind of villainized because they're kind of heavy and that can be kind of comforting, right? If you think about like a hug, it's kind of like a weight in your upper body and food can kind of sometimes replicate that. So it's so interesting to see where and how um, incredible you were at finding those resources and those coping skills that you needed at the time with what was available to you at the time. Now, what happens is we just continue going through life with these coping skills and these behaviors and this relationship with food because we never think to change it. Even when we're really unhappy and we want to go on a diet to try and lose some weight, and we want to try and restrict ourselves, like you, if that's your main coping skill, you will always self-sabotage because you don't have the actual skills that you need to self to soothe in a different way. And you haven't made the decision to let go of those other ones, right? Like all of this is, that's why the awareness is where we start. Then I try and bring in compassion. I like to be like, hmm, I wonder where this came from. Just getting really curious. How can I see that this was helpful for me at one time? And give myself just some grace that, oh, I never realized I can let these behaviors go. I can build up the skills that I was lacking at the time. Now that I'm an adult, I can make sure that I'm getting my needs met in these areas and then I can release the need to rely on food and I can change my relationship with food. And that is just something that is literally not talked about enough. Um, That we can now change our relationship in a positive way and like a, I don't know, less codependent way. Um, Right? We think that we have to restrict the food or... Um, not eat certain food groups or stay away from all the quote-unquote bad things Um, or just try and have more self-control, right? And that's not it at all. It's really let's build up the skills that you were lacking, that you were using food to fill for you, uh, those needs you were using food to fill for you, and then you won't need the food for that purpose, So we are going to be diving into how to actually do all this, Um, but that's the concept behind it. That's the way that I think about making peace with food. We want to get to a place to where we don't have to have food to fill those certain needs for us. Now, 
That's not to say there won't be times that we want food to fill those needs for us, but at least we want to be making the decision from a conscious place and intentionally deciding that we want to be very intentional and aware of the decisions that we're making and the way that we're interacting with food rather than just reacting rather than just living on autopilot and keep repeating the same things that you've always done without even realizing what's truly happening beneath the surface so we got to dig a little deeper we got to get some awareness we have to be super honest um compassionate and move into a place where you can feel confident um, around food, right? Where you can feel at peace with your food. And so I was thinking about this idea, right? Like what would it take to make somebody feel at peace with food? Like what would that look like? And to me, as I was building this out and thinking about the content for, uh, you know, next month for this mini course, thinking that that would look like not worrying about what and when you were going to eat. Not having to count calories or serving sizes, not obsessing. Um, You would be able to live your life being fully present. And this is something that, you know, almost makes me emotional every time that I think about it. It's like, how much life have you missed because you were so worried about the food. You were worried about what to eat. You were worried if anybody was watching what you were eating. You were worried about how much to have or what you couldn't or could have. How many calories was that gonna be? How long would it take to burn off in the gym? Really, it's like how much life that was happening right in front of you that we missed. Being just totally caught up in your mind, caught up in your thoughts and, um, I feel like you'd like we get hijacked by our thoughts about food. So I'm super, super passionate about let's heal your relationship with food. Let's make peace with food so that you can live and enjoy your actual life that's happening in front of you. And if you listen to some of the previous podcasts, you'll know we're all about creating a life that you love, creating it on purpose, deciding what you want, but you have to then be able to show up and enjoy it in the moment and making peace with food, I think is one of the best ways we can do that. So if you're interested or if any of this kind of hits home for you, I would love for you to join us in the Making Peace with Food mini course next month inside my membership program. It's $99 a month. Comes with weekly coaching, group coaching opportunities. It also comes with a weekly um, cooking type class with my... um, guest coach Aria, who is also a trained chef, you guys. So she is bringing all of her wisdom and knowledge from the cooking and life coaching world together. And we are going to be cooking alongside her. She's going to be providing recipes, shopping lists, and every Sunday um, evening, we're going to get together and cook and talk and just have a great time over Zoom all in our from our kitchens. I'm super stoked about this. Seriously cannot wait to do this next month. So you get the cooking classes and life coaching with Aria. You get group coaching sessions from me each week. You also get one private one-on-one coaching session with me each month where we can really get laser focused into what do you need? What are 
specific things that you need help with that maybe you're just not comfortable talking about in front of the group or you just want to get, um, you know, really focused in on that. You say you get that as well as the course itself and um, access to the community. So really excited for next month. I hope that you will join us. If not, if you would pass the information along to somebody that might benefit, I would appreciate it so much. And please don't forget to leave a review. That helps me know what I could do better, what I'm already doing super great at, and what you guys want to know about too. Okay, so subscribe, download, help me out, share the podcast. Appreciate it so much. And we'll see you next time.